BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. VR training platforms like the one developed by Fundamental VR and Orbis International are helping surgeons train over and over before operating on real patients. As you practice each skill, the muscle memory starts to develop. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. Whoa, whoa, whoa. We got to get these doggies. They're out of the pan. We got to get them back in the in pan. In the pan, in sure. In the pan. We got to get them over to the last podcast network, Country Jamboree, June 18th, 2022, at the Ryman Auditorium in Nashville, Tennessee. Come and check out all the shows that you love on the last podcast network. We'll be in front of you in our meat space, and we cannot wait to entertain you and have a great time. But for those of you that can't come in person, go to momenthouse.com slash LPOTL and buy your live stream ticket. Yes. yes. You, too, can watch us perform our jangly country jamboree from the nudity of your couch. Absolutely fantastic. I hope you guys enjoy the show. Thank you so much for your support. And we are so excited to be at the OG Grand Old Opry. Hail yourselves. big place and just like a shy girl on the dance floor you gotta get out there baby there's different cultures religions ethnicities cuisines big cities or small towns as gandalf once said i'm an old man but he also said the world isn't in your books and maps it's out there so get your bags packed and your hiking boots on. We're going to spin the globe on this week's Brighter Side. Yeah, I love this. This was such a good idea. This was Amber's idea. Um, basically, what it was is we did a, a, a random country generator. Yeah. And we both landed on two countries each. And we did little 15-minute uh, reports for you guys. And and uh, we're going to present to you, out uh, of complete randomness, um, the Bahamas, Uzbekistan, What's the other one you have? Ecuador. Ecuador and uh, and Slovenia. So we got, this is great. We got four different continents. I've never been to any of these places. I've been to the Bahamas. Okay. A couple times. When I was a kid, we used to go all the time. I had my first beer at the Bahamas. Oh, naughty a, boy. A collect. Yeah, I was like 14. It was fucking right on the money. I had a, I could, actually, it was either that or a fish concert. I can't remember which came first. Did they have a fish concert in the Bahamas? No, the, the fish concert was in Florida, but I can't remember what was before the other one where my first beer officially was. Oh, it's the chicken or the egg. Yes, yeah, but um, but it, I definitely got hammered in the Bahamas by myself as a child. By yourself? Oh, my God. Well, 14, you're probably a full-grown man in the Bahamas. You know, I could tell this story real quick. Yeah. It, it was just right up top. Just I remember we're in the Bahamas. I'm like 14 years old and my parents like, cause they love gambling. So basically every vacation was just me by myself. Yeah. And like, I was just like wandering around like the market in Nassau and I'm like, I'm going to go 
have a have a beer. I was like in my mind, I'm like, because I was like, let's fucking do this shit. Because there's no drinking age, or at least there wasn't back then, mm-hmm. and uh, or there was, and they didn't give a shit. I don't know exactly how it worked. <laughs> and uh, so I remember I went to this dirty, dingy little bar, and then uh, they I walked in. It was like a record scratch, you know, like what's this little fucking fat American doing in the in, doing in here? And then they were like, what would you like? And I just pointed at a beer. Like it was a Kalik. K-A-L-I-K. Uh-huh. Uh, it's a Bahamian beer. I still enjoy it. Uh, and I remember pointing at it and the guy's like, okay. And he gave it to me and I just sat there and drank three of them by myself in silence. And uh, and then I went and uh, walked through the market. How did you pay for them? Did your I parents- had cash. Really? They gave you money? Oh, yeah. I had an allowance and shit. You know, they had to give me money if they weren't going to watch me. <laughs> Eddie's released on the streets like a dog. Fend for yourself. Yeah, and then the, a couple, we used to go to the Bahamas a lot because there was like all these day cruises out of Florida that you can go gamble there and come back. And like you sleep for one night. Yeah. My parents love that shit. And so I remember I went with, um, shortly after that, I went again with Mr. Pastrami and we stayed uh Paradise Island, Merv Griffin's re- resort. And uh, we, we both got hammered on Blue Hawaiians. <laughs> Which was just like a giant punch bowl of blue liquor. And then we just showed up hammered. Neither of our parents noticed or chose to not notice. I feel like a drunk kid is like the same thing. Yeah. You know what I mean? They're stumbling everywhere. You don't know what to say. <laughs> You're picking your nose. Like none of it matters. You're hungry. Yeah. So I love the Bahamas. <laughs> I've been to Freeport and I've been to Nassau and I've been to Paradise Island. Ooh. Paradise Island's basically part of Nassau. I got a bunch of islands and things. You know, I from what I read- Walker's K, Walker's Key. What's that? Uh, that? A lot of good fishing. All right, I'm going to stop it. You should have gotten the Bahamas, I should have gotten- I was kind of- When you got the Bahamas, I was like, fucking- We should have switched. <laughs> fucking bitch. <laughs> well, here we go. I got a couple jokes, and then we'll roll into it. I love it. I'd like to go to the beach, but I've never not been bloated in a swimsuit. I look like a 7-Eleven hot dog rolling over in the heat. <laughs> <laughs> it's all fried food there, too. Like, yeah. like fried conch. Fritters and shit like that. Oh, yeah, that looks good. That's their national dish. Conk, it is? Mm-hmm. Look at this. Look I'm, at I'm this. We're learning. I don't trust people who don't like seafood. It smells like the ocean. Oh, you mean one of the most beautiful things on earth? You revolted by heaven? <laughs> <laughs> Go eat chicken fingers in hell, you cretin. <laughs> I love it. Oh, man. I love a drink with a little umbrella in it. It's fun. More drinks should come with umbrellas in it, like a cup of black coffee. Then maybe cops and detectives wouldn't be so mad all the time. Yeah. And plus, the umbrella is a good uh, roofie blocker. Oh, really? I'm just saying, you got a little umbrella on top, you know, if someone tries to- Stop in the hand. Deflex it. Stop in the hand. (laughs) You can't get in here, you cretin. All right. (laughs) So I would love to go visit the Bahamas. It is a group of about 700 islands between Cuba and Florida. It's pretty mm-hmm. close to Florida. I, You know, of yeah. course, that's why you were there. We take the Sea Escape was the name of the boat we would take. Really? Would like literally like a like 28-hour trip. On so the, the ocean? It would like, no, like, it would like full, the whole, there and back. Like we would just go like boom, boom, real quick. Well, that's great. Well, there's this woman named Diana Nyad. She swam it and this is her face right after she swam it. Oh my God. She looks all pissed she off. She did not have to do that. <laughs> no, you could have uh, taken that boat, Diana. I, she could have taken a raft. <laughs> yeah, she looks horrible. But you know, what are you going to do? I mean, I'm still proud of her. 
I'm still proud of her, too. Uh, the Bahamas, it's a beautiful place, but the history is pretty brutal. Yeah. Uh, covering the Bahamas, it's a mix of like, look how beautiful the beach is and also like the fresh seafood. But also they didn't gain independence from the UK until 1973. Yes. Which is pretty recent. And they're not even like fully independent. July 10th is their Independence Day. But according to a YouTube commenter who's someone living in the Bahamas, they said, we celebrate Independence Day in vain. Oh, because they never really got it. They never really got it. That makes sense. That makes sense. I don't know. The Bahamas is the richest country in the Caribbean, majority Christian. But I can see that. Yeah. Each of the 700 islands have their own little vibe. Mm. Um, Harbor Bay on Eleuthera Island has pink sand. Ooh. Look how pretty. That's beautiful. I mean, the Bahamas are truly beautiful. Place. Every place has its own little vibe. Like yeah. You could just pick an island and have your own little getaway. There's Andros Island. Island, which is like natural preserves and it's like man cave like that's so nice that looks untouched from like millions of years ago that is beautiful i will say freeport kind of sucks freeport so don't go to freeport people yeah. and there's also freeport i'm just kidding <laughs> 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 you know i'm surprised you didn't go to exuma island because that's where you can go swim with the pigs oh my god i want to swim with the pigs you could swim with the little piggies oh my god you take do a little snorkeling grab a snack <laughs> I love it. Did your parents, Grand Bahama is where the wealthy live. It's like the Beverly Hills of the Bahamas. Is that, that where you guys sense. went? No, we went to Nassau. Nassau? And, that's like, the, the and then like a capital. full-on resort that's like Merv Griffin. I don't know if you know Merv Griffin, the great entertainer, Merv yeah. Griffin. He owned this giant resort. And it was called Paradise Island. And I, I went there many times. Paradise Island either sounds like it's going to be great or you're going to hunt me for sport. Oh, yeah. No, it's just like it's just a casino and some shitty shows and a free movie theater. Oh, fun. I saw a lot of cool movies real young there. Really? Was it like Bahama movies? No, I saw like Misery. Like, what? Like, yeah, when I was a child and stuff like that. And if what? you can get a beer, you can go watch a rated R movie. They oh, don't care. Yeah. Th Thelma and Louise I saw there by myself. That's awesome. Yeah, I saw a lot of great movies in the Bahamas. Jeez, Louise. All right. I should have got the Bahamas. <laughs> Are th there's Mayaguana Island, known as the Conch people. Mm. It's an island of 300 people who like to fish and farm. And once a week, a boat stops by to make sure everybody's okay. That's they come in and so check in. Cool. There's like, you guys all right? You cool? All right. And um, they they fish for the um, the national ditch, the conch, conch, yeah. conch, conch. Yeah, you know the giant conch shell. Yeah, look at this guy. He looks so happy. Oh my god, yes, but he's got to put some of those shells back. He's fucking being greedy in America. You go to jail for that shit. Really? Yeah, he's got like twenty shells in front of him. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's yeah. If you did that in Florida, you go to prison. Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because they're so uh, they're protected over here. Because they're oh, but but you know not, not over in there. The I think they got a lot more over there, and they're less polluted. So yeah, the water is just. Crystal yeah, clear. it looks crystal it's, clear. It's beautiful. You could take a shit in it and watch it just float on by. Yeah. <laughs> Is that my shit or a fish? <laughs> <laughs> so the flag, it's a black triangle on the left. And in the middle, there is a gold stripe with blue stripes on the top. The gold stripe represents the golden sand. The blue on the top and bottom represents the sea. And the black represents the strength and vigor of its people. Oh, I like that. And I'll do like a, because we're doing like a quick summary. So yeah. I'm going to do a quick summary of the history of the Bahamas. And please write in if I like missed something super I mean, important. I'm sure no way that we can not. Every, we're doing four countries places, each. Yeah, yeah. Deserve, you know, like such like a great. Greater, deeper depth. I love it. The first indigenous peoples were the Lucayans. They no longer exist. Historians believe they lived in the Bahamas for about eight centuries, from 700 AD to about 1500. Whoa. And they had a community of about 40,000 people. Then Christopher Columbus came. Fucking prick. 
Yeah. Goddamn greasy Italians. Greasy Italians. Just giving them hoagies. <laughs> giving them salamis. <laughs> uh, they lasted about 25 years due to disease and slavery. As soon as he landed, they didn't really last long. He killed everybody. Yes. And during the 18th century slave trade, many Africans were brought to the Bahamas as slaves. Their descendants now constitute about 85% of the population today. Wow. So they're mo- it's predominantly Africans brought over from the 18th century. Interesting. And there were pirates in the Bahamas. Oh, yeah. There was a golden age of piracy. Pirates of the Caribbean. Yeah. I had no, I mean, I knew the movie. I didn't know like anything about, but yeah. it lasted from 1690 to 1720. And Nassau, the capital, was at its heart. Oh, that makes this makes a lot of sense. So if you go, you might find some pirate treasure. Oh, my God. Yeah, there's lots of sunken ships and stuff like that. Oh, all can around. you go snorkeling? Yeah, you can go. Yeah, there's lots of snorkeling. There's <gasps> lot, yeah, there's lot, yeah, lots of old sunken ships, lots of current sunken ships. Really? Like, yeah. And they all just become coral reefs. And the Bahamas still has a pretty good coral reef population, but it is uh, dwindling, of course, because of the temperature of the season. Because the human beings are being assholes. I wanted to end on a positive note. You know, we're going to kind of do a brief. The Bahamas, look at some of the seafood. Mm, Look at this fresh seafood. Yes. Lobster tails. Now, they're lobsters. A lot of the they don't have claws. Really? Yeah, they're clawless lobsters. Why? Well, because it's just like a different, like, species. Like, it's like a different, you know, like... You know, like a bulldog doesn't look like a Labrador, you know? like Interesting. Yeah, so like the, the lobsters down there don't have claws. Same thing with the Florida lobster. It's all tail. Really? Yeah. I guess they don't you have to go fight up off. north, Maine and stuff like that. Do you, you think up the north they have to like fight off stuff and that's why they have the claws? I imagine they, they all got to fight at some point. They got little tiny little snippers on the legs. Yeah? You know, but it's not like the big hunky fuckers. Interesting. That's so fascinating. Yeah. Again, I don't trust people that don't like seafood. Yeah, you know, you got to like seafood. What are you talking about? It's so enjoyable. But, you know, it is, you know, going to be gone at some point. But, you know, some people are like, well, then you can't, you shouldn't eat it because it's going to be gone. And the other side of me is like, I got to eat this. I know, because it's going to be gone. Yes. What are we doing here? (laughs) Give me the oysters. Yeah, lots of big, like marlin, a lot of sport fishing in the Bahamas. Yeah, there's one island that's like the capital of sailing in the world. Like, if you love to sail, just go there. And I looked at pictures. It's just like, all sailboats. Yes. Gorgeous. Mm-hmm. Here's a drink out of a little coconut shell with Look a flower on it. A little coconut drink. Mm. Isn't it yum, so yum. cute? I just want to like, you know, be in this beautiful place. You could place. totally go to the Bahamas and party. It's not that expensive. Really? Uh, are, but are we like, because I know you're not supposed to go to Hawaii right now. Hawaiians are like, don't come here. You're taking a lot of water. Yeah, it's but at the same time, they need it. You know, it's like they. You uh, know, it's because like, on Twitter, I he- I hear I see a lot of people from Hawaii that say, "Please don't come here. If you come, you're taking a lot of like natural reserves from us. We yeah. need it." Yeah, there's a you 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 could say that about anywhere. There's like yeah. half the population wants you there, and the other half doesn't. Interesting. Y- you know, and like and so it's like I was when I went to Hawaii recently. Everyone was so nice and welcoming and shit like that. Mm-hmm. I was like on a resort, but you know, at right. the same time, but. No, the it's same thing. in the Bahamas. They it's pretty bountiful there still. It's okay, but to they go. also, I mean, at any point, the whole place can be wiped out by a hurricane. Yeah, they get hurricanes a lot. Yeah, and also wa- watch out for uh, jet ski instructors because apparently there's a lot of like high rates of sexual assault with them. Oh yeah, those boys, the surf instructors. Yeah, you know, yeah, yeah, they, you know, those fellows, those are all Americans, 
Yeah. You know, like, I mean, there's some of them that, that are locals, but a lot of them are people. Pe- a lot of people go disappear in the Bahamas. Not like, like disappear, like spun disappear. Like they want to like forget the life they used to have. Oh, like at the end of an action movie? to disappear. Interesting. Like, like the yeah. end of an action movie, they're like, oh, they're gone for it. And it just cuts them on a beach. Yeah. There's like lots of like ex mobsters, you know, renting uh, jet skis, you know. Like, what? <laughs> That's so, crazy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Nassau County has the most people on like 80 percent of the people on it mm-hmm. and, oh that uh, makes sense and anywhere else you go so i guess you could go hide on one of the smaller islands oh yeah there's so much space down there and um all go, right yeah go check it go out. check it out that's bahamas baby that's the bahamas my first place that i looked at was uzbekistan all right so tell me about this place because it looks like it sounds like i'm gonna get raped i got a couple jokes and then i'll get into it and, and are you ready for this amber what you're not going to get raped in Uzbekistan. No. It's not a very safe place. No. But it is safe for solo female travelers. What? And I'll get into that in a little bit. All right. Here's some jokes. If a couple named Becca and Stan ever got married, the wedding hashtag should be hashtag Uzbekistan. Uh, <laughs> There are eight Stan countries directly next to each other in Central Asia. This is the part of the world that we now know was conquered by Genghis Stan. <laughs> uh, Uzbekistan is on the Silk Road, which is the path from the Mediterranean to China. People love silk material for its smoothness, but I like to call it what it is. Spider shit. Spider shit. <laughs> That's what it is. Silk is strong. All right. So here's what I learned about Uzbekistan. Uh, Uzbekistan is surrounded by five landlocked countries. Oh, so there's no ocean. There's no ocean. What There is like, it is like, it's so, it is like, so like if you're planning to go to the beach, bring a VR headset. Okay. It is like so in the middle of desert and, Whoa. and, and everything, but it's no seafood. Not only is it landlocked, but it is one of two double landlocked countries in the world, which means it's surrounded by landlocked countries. The other is Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein? Liechtenstein. Liechtenstein? Liechtenstein. I didn't learn about Liechtenstein, just that fact. <laughs> so, yeah, so you have to travel really far to get to the water. So there used to be this huge, like, landlocked sea. And now, because of the drought and everything, it is down to 10% of what it used to be. Oh, buddy. Yeah, water is tough to come by. But you Uzbekistan. used to go swimming in Uzbekistan, right? Me? No, you used to go swimming in Uzbekistan. In that one, in that landlocked sea. In that little landlocked sea. Yeah, now but now, now, I mean, you still can, but because it exists, but it's super small. It's only 10% of what it used to be. It's Aww. only 10% of what it was in the 80s. 80s? Yeah, no, it's like, it's gotten bad fast. Their language is Uzbek, which I've never heard before, but here's one that can help you if you're traveling through Uzbekistan. No is translated to yok. 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 So yok means don't touch me. Okay. Um, the main religion is Islam, with uh, most Uzbekistanians being Sunni Muslims. Uzbekistan used to be part of the Soviet Union until 1991. And, so it, and now it is called the Republic of Uzbekistan. So Uzbekistan is 31 years old. Really? It's a very young country. I thought it was like hundreds of years. I mean, people have lived there since, you know, fucking forever. Yeah. You know, they've been there since 9th century, you know, not BC, you know, like 900 BC. They've been there forever. But it has been, it has been what we know of now as the Republic of Uzbekistan. It, it became that in 1991. They have a president and a prime minister. Uh, the president is Shavkat Mirz 
Ioyev, who is uh, apparently a really nice guy and helped huh. clean up everything. It was uh, it was it was it was on a raw track for a while. It still has very little like they don't have the freedoms we have. Because I means. somebody wrote to me and they said women self immolate in Uzbekistan. They like light themselves on fire. Oh, I mean they had there was trust me. We're gonna get into it. they got lots okay. of problems. But it is the thing is to be on the brighter side. It is all getting better. Okay. It isn't as bad as it was even like five years ago. Whoa. So like 2016, it really started to like, when this guy took charge, it really started to like take a turn for the better. A new hope. Yes. Um, The prime minister, uh, they have a president and a prime minister. The prime minister is Abdullah Arabov. Not that that means anything to you, but you know, that's what I learned. Uh, It's good to know. Yeah. They uh they drive on the right side of the road, which oh. is nice. So, so we can go drive in Uzbekistan. Yeah, and you don't have to worry about switching sides. Wow. So that's good to know. I mean, I can't drive anyway, but yeah. all right. To what you were saying earlier, Amnesty International has labeled Uzbekistan as an authoritarian state with limited civil rights. I got this oh. from Wikipedia. Uh, this is I found this to be very interesting, so I just copied it verbatim, and I'm going to read it to you. Okay. According to the reports, the most widespread violations um, of their civil rights are torture and arbitrary arrests and various restrictions of freedoms, uh, freedom of religion, freedom of speech and press, and free association and assembly. It has been reported that forced sterilization in rural Uzbek women have been sanctioned by the government. So that's probably what you're talking about. Oh my God. Yes. Um, reports may, so they like, they only want like certain types of people to breed. Well, it kind of sounds a little fashy. It definitely is. But like I said, it's getting better. It's getting better. Interesting. Yes. So I guess you got to kind of come in there and quote unquote, clean it up. I don't know. I'm not a fan. Well, this guy but... is, this guy's doing good. He's, wow. he's making a lot of more, but you know, there are reports Maintain the uh, the violations are most often committed against members of religious organizations, independent journalists, human rights activists, and political av- activists, including members of the banned opposition parties. As of 2015, reports on violations on human rights in Uzbekistan indicated that violations were still going on without any improvement. Our boy took charge in 2016. Okay. The Freedom House has consistently ranked Uzbekistan near the bottom of the freedom in the world ranking since the country's founding in 1991. In 2018 report, Uzbekistan was one of the 11 worst countries for political rights and civil liberties. Holy shit. Yeah, so uh, so it's like it's weird because it seems to be worse to its citizens than it is to tourists. Um, oh, because they want you coming in and spending the money. Yeah, yeah. And, and then the people are actually kind of nice. But there was this one incident that I feel like I can't not bring up. It's called the Andijan Massacre, and it took place on May 13th, 2005. So this is recent. A group of civilians, this is the broad strokes of it. I'm sure it's way more complex uh, than what I got into, but a group of civilians were protesting to have 23 businessmen released from prison because they were falsely imprisoned because they were, you know, trying to do business that wasn't sanctioned. The government government. didn't like it. Yeah. Yeah. And the government claimed that everyone involved were terrorists because they were just blind, like, they're terrorists, they're in prison. Like, because they... Because that's kind of what they did back then. They just labeled you something and then threw you in prison with, you know, no, like, you know, no trial, no nothing. Wow. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022 by making investments from coast to coast. Investments like building charging hubs for fleets of electric buses in California and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide 
at bp.com slash investing in America. Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows VR training platforms like ForgeFX help students master their skills. There's a big learning curve with welding. Virtual reality simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Learn more at meta.com slash metaverse impact. But a lot of the people who went to go protest uh, at this prison to get these people released were a lot of them were women and children because they went as protection to make sure that the government didn't fucking light them all up. Right, because you're not, you're not going to kill the women and children, are you? Are so you? Over 4,000 people showed up outside this prison to protest, and they were there for a couple days, and it started to get a little unruly. And on May 12th, they decided to storm the prison, and they released the 23... They and it was successful, and they released the 23 uh, businessmen. The women stormed the prison? No. The women were, did a little January 6th? Well, the women were outside. Okay. You know, and like, I'm sure, I, I, maybe, I don't know. I'm sure some went in. I don't know exactly who went in. There's not, they don't even know how many people died. So the, the 23 businessmen were released. Um, the people who stormed the prison, they killed a lot of the guards. Um, in, the, in the process, uh, they ended up freeing a lot of other prisoners. Uh, Ooh, like bad Jeff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Sleepy, rapey Phil. Yeah, and they all they all kind of got loose at the same time Damn. because you know you can't just free twenty. They just like no. open the doors. No, I feel like killing a prison guard. You go to extra jail, right? Yes. Right. I, I think so. That's like extra, well, extra it's bad. Kill, it's killing a cop. Yeah, same thing. You know, but you know, also we're talking Uzbekistan. This, it's, I like. I never even thought about this fucking place. That's why I like this, though. Yeah. And, and it's like you said the last episode, you know, we're not historians. We want you to do research on this and be curious. Yes. Uh, and if you know more about this, this this massacre is very interesting. Please write in and let me know. I love when you guys do that, by the way. I can't believe they just did Joker style, like release the gates. Yes. That's crazy. Well, you know, a lot of those people were falsely imprisoned. Mm -hmm. And so they, a lot of them deserved to be out. But there's like the couple people who were really bad that needed to be in there. And they got let out, too. Uh -oh. um, so the Uzbekistan government obviously was not happy with what happened. And after they released the crowd, after they released the people from the prison, they ended back in the like the town like square. And they were all kind of there. And then the government uh, formed a perimeter with their soldiers. And then the fighting like kind of started immediately. The crowd was very big. The crowd was able to take a lot of the soldiers hostage. And then by 5 p.m., the government decided to just kill everybody. Whoa. Uh, indiscriminately firing into the crowd, killing uh, between 400 and 600 people. Um, they murdered women, children, journalists, and their own people who were captured. They just didn't even care. They just like light them up. Just, like literally, they had snipers. They had machine guns. They were fucking. They were they were tearing them up. Bad day to be shopping. This is like in the middle of the square. Yeah. Yes. What if you're just like chilling? And like I'm feeling like apples today. At the end of the day, the government released a statement saying that nine people were killed. Liars. And 34 were injured. <laughs> <laughs> Meanwhile, they're caught on film filling mass graves. Uh, that hold 20 people per grave. I wonder how much in history is lost because we didn't have cameras. Yeah. Like how much were we reading in history books where people are like, it wasn't that bad. And then people at the time, like if they could talk, be like, no, it was worse. They're mm -hmm. covering this up. Exactly. So like there was, I, I'm sure there's, I mean, Lord knows it's so much more. But, you know, I said a lot of things that 
you know, aren't nice about Uzbekistan, here are some brighter sides. Yeah, let us know. Um, you, you, know it's, it, you know, it sounds good. All being said, Uzbekistan is surprisingly safe for tourists. Just stay away from the borders is what I'm told. Stay away from the, don't want to go around there. Yeah, so you want to stay in the middle of the country. I'm sorry when I said it sounds like I'm going to get raped over there. I was just kind of talking shit. Yeah, no, I mean, it's, you know, there is a lot of parts of the country that are very unsafe. But if you go to the main places, um, like... Samarakad, Bukhara, and Kiva. You you see a lot of ancient architecture, and they're Ooh. used to having tourists. The police force used to be extremely corrupt for many years, but now it seems to be on the up and up. Uh, they used to do this thing where they would go up to tourists and ask them to see their passports, and then would only give it back to them uh, for a bribe. Oh. So that's a fun little game. And um, <laughs> if you want to go visit uh, them now, you need a negative PCR test and a vaccination if you want to enter the country. Uh, so it's not, a, it's not, um, as far as I know, it's not plagued with COVID, uh, as bad as it is here. Um, the people are known to be very inviting and happy you are visiting the citizens. Huh. Um, Uzbekistan is safe for solo female travelers. Many stating that they were never catcalled or harassed once on their entire trip. I like that. Yes. Um, expect to be invited into a stranger's home for tea or a meal just because they, they, they want, they want tourism. Yeah. Because, you know, I mean, it's it's in the middle of fucking nowhere. Yeah. Not to be a jerk about it, but it really is. The metro stations are some of the most beautiful and clean in the world. Really? Yes. Um, don't drink the water. Bring a life straw with you if you're going to go there so you don't have to waste a bunch of plastic bottles. So how do locals do it? They just have to buy water every you day? No, it's like Mexico. You know, like you live there, you get used to it. It doesn't get you sick. Interesting. I was in Mexico and I drank the water, but I put it through a coffee maker. It boiled it. Mm-hmm. And I was fine. I was fine. And the last travel tip I have for y'all is that buses, trains, and taxis are very safe. Taxis, you know, there's still dickheads driving taxis no matter where in the world you are. But stay away from shared taxis because those can be dangerous. Shared taxi, like you sit in the back, I sit in the front. Yeah, it's like a, they have them all over the world. I I saw them a lot in Africa. Uh, where it's just like a van that they jam like 12 people in and you tell them where you're going and then sometimes you show up and sometimes you don't or they just drop you wherever they want, you know, stuff like that. That's fun. Yeah. So Uzbekistan, I don't think I'm going to make it there in my life. <laughs> but if you wanted to go, it is there is a lot of beautiful stuff to see, especially ancient architecture, which uh, you know, you're going to see some of the best of it in the world in Uzbekistan. I'm going to look at the architecture right now because I'm very curious. I'm going to search through images and it is gorgeous. You can tell that this is like early Islamic yes. architecture. I love the color blue. It's the blue and the white. Yeah. And the awnings. This is gorgeous. And check, and check out their metro stations if you get a chance. They are, uh, they, they're really, it, it looks almost futuristic. It's very, it's very cool. Oh, the metro does? It's clean. Yeah, it's very clean. It's I very, guess because I'm riding in like LA subway. So, yeah. wow, there's no shit on the floor. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> this looks incredible. Yeah. But then again, because you said the president's like very much a dictator, I assume if you were to take a shit on the train station, bad mm-hmm. things would happen. Well, the new president's cool. Okay. New president's cool. Old president was definitely uh, a dictator-ish, but uh, I, it, the new guy's cool. I'm going to look at their, some of their clothing. I'm just so curious about Uzbekistan. Uzbekistan clothing. Oh, that's gorgeous too. Mm-hmm. It's like robes that are very detailed, embroidered. Kind of looks like a sari, but like it's lots of colors. I love it. Yeah. 
That is gorgeous. I kind of want to go. It is nice. It is nice. You'll like it. All right. So, yeah, you got anything else on Uzbekistan? That's my Uzbekistan report. I love it. That's what I'm turning in to you fuckers. <laughs> I kind of want to go there now. Yeah. All right, so I'm doing Ecuador. Ecuador. I kind of want to go to Ecuador also. Yeah, Ecuador is uh, very beautiful. Very beautiful. Just like a cop at a rap battle, Ecuador likes roasting pigs. <laughs> <laughs> Ecuador straddles the equator, just like the milkman over your mom. Charles Darwin visited the Galapagos and then he coined the phrase, who let the dogs out? (laughs) (laughs) So like, um, yeah, uh, um, Ecuador, it straddles the equator. So you could hop on one side or the other and be like, I'm in the north. I'm in the south. I'm in the north. I'm in the south. It's a a hemisphere. It's in South America. Uh It's bordered by Colombia and Peru. Um, Also, you've got the Galapagos Islands as a providence. Oh, so the Galapagos are there? Yes, it's a part of Ecuador. Oh, I didn't know. I don't know why. I thought it was all the way at the bottom of South America. No, it's right there. Oh, so Darwin's town. Little Darwin Very boys. Cool. Did you know Darwin was a part of, I forget, because I looked him up a bit. I forget the club, but they would just like eat any kind of animal. They would just like eat owls and shit. Yeah, but it was back in the day before it, you knew it was bad. I would eat an owl, to be honest. I mean, they, I bet they're tasty. Not like a dodo bird. I no. mean, those fuckers were delicious. I bet they're like buttery. God, I love talking about how much Good. I wanted to eat a dodo bird. I bet a dodo bird tastes like a turkey if it wasn't dry. Oh, yeah. Because you know how turkeys are all like fidgety and they're going everywhere? Mm-hmm. That means the mate, the meat is very tough. Okay. But I feel like dodo birds are a little Lots more- Lots of naps. Dumb. They're yeah, napping. Yeah, yeah. They're, they're coming like, to snuggle. Yeah, no, it's like a dog fucked a turkey. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> it's got to be like buttery, meaty meat. But anywho, Ecuador has a lot of different nature elements. You've got the La Costa, that's the coast. La Sierra, that's the Andes Mountains. El Oriente, that's the Amazon. And the Insular, that's the Galapagos Islands. Because of this, you have different food, people, cultures, all in one. Like, you can go see the Amazon. There's an airport in the Amazon, by the way. Oh, okay. You can go to the Amazon, you can go to the ocean, you can go to the Andes Mountains, and you can go to the Galapagos, like, in a, a day, if you're, like, rich enough. Very cool. It's very nature-driven. In 2008, Ecuador declared nature as deserving constitutional rights, meaning nature itself has the right to persist, maintain, rejuvenate its vital cycles. So you just can't go in there and, like, fuck it up. Thank God. Thank God. I wish more people would do that. Yeah. Um, Ecuador is home to the highest concentration of volcanoes, both active and dormant. Really? Yeah. I wouldn't have guessed that in a million years. No, it's also the closest to the moon. Ecuador? Ecuador, yeah. How is it the closest to the moon? It's just the high up in the in the in the Oh, universe. and it's on the equator. And it's on the equator. And it's got probably got a bunch of mountains. Yeah, and shit. absolutely. Ah, this is all making sense. <laughs> so it's technically closer than Mount Everest, even though Mount Everest is the tallest. It's mountain. taller, yeah. Because Mount Everest is kind of north. Yeah. So it's closest to the moon. Oh, I bet how beautiful would it be to hike up that mountain and see the moon? Oh my god, just a big old fat ass. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) If you visit the Galapagos, you're not allowed to touch the animals, but the animals can touch you. In fact, penguins will come and snuggle up to you. Oh my God. I've been, I always told Julie I wanted to go to the Galapagos. It's on the list. It's definitely on the list. Because I want to party down there. It's too weird. And, but it's also, you have to know, like, there's not many, like, full-on resorts. You got to stay in, like, weird air conditioning-less Airbnbs. Yeah, if you go to the Galapagos, it's like, here's my, my, little house which is fine that's how you want to do it like honestly i don't want to stay in those big resorts Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um if you buy a banana from the grocery store one in four chance it's coming from ecuador 
Really? Yeah. They have like a huge production of bananas. Um, so again, I'll do like a little history of it real quick. Love um, bananas. Bananas, by the way. Mm-hmm. You know, banana day. Very good for you. It's an old, uh, old vaudeville thing because uh, it's like a saying in my family is take a banana for the road. Uh, but it's an old vaudeville thing because it was because uh, they had such crazy acts that they so they wouldn't cramp up in the middle of their acts. Oh, they would all uh, make sure they had bananas backstage. I love to that. Get extra potassium. I love it. You know, when I go grocery shopping, I usually get a small bushel of bananas because I'll yeah. put one in my backpack if I want to. If I'm like hungry and I'm out, yes, you no. save money. It's healthy for you. Yeah, they're only like twenty nine cents. Yeah, and it's like a very like um, what do you call it? Com- compostable food, mm-hmm. fruit, compostable. I don't know. I don't know what that word. Um, Never learned it. Travel. No, I make because I made it. Oh, okay. <laughs> <laughs> like you can travel. Convenient. Convenient. That's the word. Okay, so history of Ecuador. So the, the, the Valdiva people were some of the first to live in Ecuador. They lived along the coast, 3,500 to 1,500 BC. Okay. And they made all these little interesting artifacts. Like here's this little guy. It's like an owl man doing like a tune in Tokyo with his claws. Very cool. You know? I like that. And these, you know, they're still around. You can go see these artifacts. And so then Ecuador was taken over by the Incas, and then it was taken over by Spain. Okay. And then. That all makes sense. Mm-hmm, and the port of uh, Guayaquil in 1820, the people started revolting against Spain. Rock and roll. And in 1830, Ecuador became independent. Cool. That's a long, so they've been a country for a long ass time. For a long ass they're time. Almost, they're coming up on their 200 year anniversary. Yeah. Oh, interesting. We should go celebrate. That could be a good party to go to. That could be a fun party. 200 years of Ecuador in 2030? Because everything I've read about its people is like they're very open, they're very sweet, you know. I like it. I mean, and Darwin loved chilling down there. Hell yeah. Uh, something interesting happened shortly after becoming independent. The countryside was more liberal, and the city was more conservative. So they started fighting. It's usually the opposite. Usually the country's more conservative. Yeah. But the country was more liberal. The um, the city was more um, conservative. And we're talking like the 1840s here. So yeah. then there was this guy called Gabriel Garcia Moreno, who became head of state, and mm-hmm. he wanted to unify everybody. He built railways, churches, hospitals, but he also put himself as a firm head of state, and he hated liberalism. Oh, interesting. He was very, very Catholic. Uh, some people didn't like him. They called him a dictator. They called him fascist. So he got killed by a Colombian with a machete in 1875. Oh. Oh, yeah, machete, it's a great weapon. They fucking went after him. And I tell you what, the guy who took over after him, he was liberal, and uh, his body was dragged along the cobble streets and burned. Oh, you know, so, you know, you can't can't beat him, uh, get dragged down the street. Just fucking kill him. (laughs) Yeah, Ecuador, they don't mess around with political leaders if they don't like you, man. And if you're. I think that's South America in general. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I think we can learn a thing or two. If your leader is like fucking up, drag him down the street. Amen. (laughs) (laughs) So the flag is yellow, blue, and red stripes. The yellow represent crops and soil. Blue is the sea and sky. And the red represents the lost lives of Ecuadorian to get Ecuadorian independence. They eat quinoa, rice, fried plantain, roasted pig, shrimp, ceviche. Again, because the the food is is a little bit of everything because you've got the sea and the mountains and the forest. So you get the forest people, they're eating the plantains and the sea people, they're more eating um, ceviche. Interesting. It's one of the biggest expat places in the world. I was listening to an expat talking about living there, and he says that people point with their lips. They'll oh, be like, really? Yeah, they'll be like, look over there. 
And then like like yeah, like, lots of head nods. Yeah, they do like a little kissy thing, like are they they pout their lips at the thing they're looking like a duck at? Face. Yeah, like mm. and that's interesting. That's cool as hell. Yeah, I hear nothing about ni- nothing but nice things about the people living there. They're very open. They're very hospitable. They will also invite you in their house. Mm-hmm. Um, you know, the most fun fact is New Year's Eve. Sorry, New Year's is a huge deal there. Like even more than Christmas on New Year's. Okay. There's a tradition where they make paper machete mannequins on the night of the first. Paper mache. Yes. Paper machete is very. It's a, something it, else. It's, a, it's, a, it's one hell of a paper cut. <laughs> 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 yes. Thanks for the correction. But they'll make paper um, machete. <laughs> no, I can't. Paper mache mannequins, and then they'll pack them with explosives and light them up. Whoa, yeah. that's fun. So that would be, I bet that would be like New Year's well, in Ecuador. Like Burning Man, that's like Exploding Man. Yes. That's fucking cool as hell. Can you imagine going for their 200th anniversary on oh New Year's? Oh my God, there's going to be so many Exploding Mannequins. <laughs> <laughs> and they're huge too. They'll be like 10, 20 feet tall. Oh my God. Like they'll take time. That is cool. I yeah. love that. That's yeah. what, what fun. What fun. I would definitely, Ecuador's on the list. I would totally go to Ecuador. Absolutely. And then I'll end on a couple fun facts. Um, the national tree is the Chinconcha, uh, which uh, produces the first drug used to prevent and treat malaria. Fuck yeah. Way yeah. to go, Ecuador. Way to go. The That Panama hat, you know, that fun little hat that looks kind of like a fedora, but cooler. Yes. That actually originated from Ecuador. Nice. And yeah, let me see. Voting isn't a right. You have to vote. Nice. They make you vote. Fuck yes. And last but not least, they have an orchid that evolved to look like the face of a monkey. Look at this. Oh my. What? Look at that monkey orchid. It looks like a monkey orchid. Oh my God. I want a bunch of them. (laughs) It looks like a little monkey face. Because I read about it and I was like, get out. How's an orchid going to look like a monkey? And I looked it up. And yeah. Can we change the name of monkeypox? I'm sick of this shit. It is. Just it like, sounds too cute to get. It's too adorable. To get. It's leprosy, right? Basically, you know, don't call it monkeypox. First of all, monkeys didn't ask for this shit. I'm <laughs> just being fucking cool. You know, we don't need to be doing this. Did yeah. it come from a monkey? Like, why do they call it monkeypox? I don't care. So did AIDS. We didn't call that monkeypox. Did monkeys come from AIDS? I mean, AIDS come from monkeys. Apparently, you know, I don't know. I don't know the truth. I don't. You know, everything changes. That sounds a little too crazy. Patient zero. You know what? I'm going to I'm going to do an old Google do search. Do an old Google search. Where did AIDS, AIDS begin? Come from monkeys? I don't think it did. Uh question. I think it was invented by the FBI. Oh, well, HIV originated with monkeys, not chimps. So, that was from 2003. Man, I think that's lies. But I mean, then again, it didn't come from the FBI. It came from Africa. Really? AIDS, yes. I feel like it came from American FBI. No, it definitely came from Africa. Interesting. AIDS definitely came from. Yeah. No, the FBI, I don't think, is smart enough to uh, create a disease either. No. Or a virus, rather. I don't know. They're I don't just, trust nobody. Just good at locking up. I, you could not, I, don't trust the FBI, but I, you know, don't give them the credit with creating AIDS either. Across America, BP supports more than 275,000 jobs to keep energy flowing. Jobs like updating turbines at one of our Indiana wind farms and producing more oil and gas with fewer operational emissions in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. 
Welding instructor Alex DeClaire knows firsthand how VR training platforms like ForgeFX can help meet the demand for skilled workers. Anywhere you go look, there's going to be a shortage of welders. VR training can help welding students learn the skills they need to begin and advance in their career. The beauty of virtual reality is it simulates that exact muscle memory that they need. Explore more stories like Alex's at meta.com slash metaverse impact. So is somebody having sex with monkeys? Yeah, that's what happened. No. That's the, that, that is the rumors. Uh, how did it, humans get uh, AIDS for primates? Uh, the unfortunate. Uh, See, so yeah, you know, it's all this shit where it's like different. It's conflicting. Uh, uh, do monkeys still have AIDS? Uh, many uh, strains of monkeys uh, become naturally infected with the virus and related to AIDS came from monkeys. That's I'm going to go ahead, I'm gonna go ahead and uh, just, just say that. I think it's a government conspiracy, but you know what? If you want to ruin- It's not a government conspiracy. I don't know. <laughs> I don't see AIDS. How, what does a monkey do to get AIDS? What they, it, didn't, it doesn't affect them like it affects us. Did it just drink the water funny? No, it, it, I don't think that uh, you know AIDS was- it, I'm going to stop. How did monkeys get AIDS and how did bats get Corona? What's, what are we doing here? Viruses come, are developed as like a reflex from the earth, you know, like to, to kill us off because we're killing the earth. That's how I feel. And it gets to the animals and the animals get to us. Yes. Yeah. And we shouldn't be eating certain animals. We certainly shouldn't be fucking any animals. Oh my God. Would you still eat raw oysters if you got Corona from raw oysters? No. I would stop. I mean, I stopped going to the movies, you know, like. <laughs> right. You know, like, okay. <laughs> but what if it was like one in 100 oysters, you get Corona? No, no, those numbers aren't good enough for me. No? No, I would need a much bigger number. I need like at least one in a thousand. One in and a thousand. And even that's a lot. What about one in 5,000 oysters and you get AIDS? You get AIDS? You get AIDS if no, you eat the oyster. I would never eat it. <laughs> I would never know, especially if you get AIDS. But what about a shrimp ceviche, Eddie? One in I don't five... even like shrimp, shrimp ceviche. <laughs> I'd much rather it on the Barbie. It's a, you know, you, no, no chance. I don't want, no, I'm not trying to get AIDS. Interesting. Although I have had sex without a condom. I think they say I've had sex with a monkey. <laughs> it's like, Eddie. <laughs> if you want to ruin your day, there is a monkey that's in the sex tourism thing. Oh, yeah. People like had to free her from some cage and they were having sex with her. Oh, yeah. No, it happens a lot. Disgusting. Yes, yes. The happens. men who did that cut their dicks off. I agree. Give them AIDS. Yeah, they probably got it. Mm. <laughs> evil. <laughs> Such evil people. Oh, my God. All right. So that's Ecuador. That's Ecuador. <laughs> <laughs> I still don't believe AIDS is from monkeys, but all right. Uh, you don't have to, but uh, it's it's where it came from. <laughs> um, Sylvania. All right, Sylvania. Uh, I took time to learn about Sylvania. I'd never, uh, I never uh, thought of Sylvania really, but I learned a lot, and I definitely after learning about Sylvania, I'm, I'm going. Really, it's gorgeous. It's right next to Italy. Oh. It's a quick. It's like a quick ride over to Venice. Like really, there's but that's no reason not to check it out. Interesting. That's why we do the spin the globe because yeah. it might be a great place. No, I, and I was like, and I was talking to Julie right before I left the house. She's like, "Oh, I've been to Sylvania." I was like, "Where the fuck were you?" I was doing all my goddamn research. <laughs> she went for two days. She said it was gorgeous. Uh, really? Yeah. There's like a 
a beautiful church that's on an island in the middle of a lake. You got to go check it out. Oh. I didn't learn about it, but she showed me the pictures from her trip. And I was like, fuck, I should know. This is why you got to talk to me. That's gorgeous. And I bet it's not that expensive because it's not on the like the go to see the places list. Oh, but in Europe, it actually uh, it is. Oh, really? Yeah. No. Um, well, so I'm but, just a dumb American. Well, I didn't know either. So, you know, but uh, it's right above Croatia. But we'll get into that in a second. I got some jokes. Okay. Um, as we all know, the former first lady, uh, Melania Trump. Trump is from Slovenia, so we know that they will fuck anybody. Uh, <laughs> she so, is an attractive woman, though. She's very beautiful. I don't agree with her politics, but she's very attractive. I don't even know if she has politics. <laughs> um, Slovenia is 74% Catholic, so at least you know you can get a free cookie once a week. Oh. Uh, <laughs> Slovenia and Uzbekistan are both only 31 years old, so they're old enough to remember 9-11, but not old enough to give a shit. Okay, all right. <laughs> yeah, so yeah, both of those countries, both of my countries are 31 years old. How weird, how random is that? That's crazy. Yeah, um, here's uh, some uh, facts about Slovenia. Um, I learned what I could. Bordered by Italy, Hungary, Austria, Croatia, and the Adriatic Sea. <gasps> so uh, it's by the sea. Yes, well, the beaches are, it's very small area. Croatia, if you really want to party in the Adriatic Sea, Croatia and Italy are where you want to party. But I imagine it's like a rocky sea. It is, it is. I, I doubt I, it's like a Bahama Sea. I was in the Adriatic Sea, but way more south on the other side of, uh, on Italy, in Lecce. Um, and I, I visited, so I was in this sea, technically, but it uh, in a much further away place. The beaches are few, but they are gorgeous. So make sure you check them out. Uh, in 1991, it gained its independence from Yugoslavia. Right now, their president uh, is Borut Pahar, and the prime minister is Robert Globe. Slovenia, they speak Slovenian, obviously. If you look at Slovenia on a map, here's a fun little fact. Yeah. If you look at Slovenia on a map, it looks like a chicken. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah, yeah it's very cool. Here, oh. let me see if I can pull up a picture. And Italy quick. looks like a boot. That's right, and they're right next to each other. Slovenia. And Florida looks like a hanging ding-dong. <laughs> yeah, it does. Does uh, that mean Mississippi and Alabama are the ball sacks? I guess. So look, see see how like uh, there's the head. Oh, it does look like a little chicken. It looks like a chicken. That's cute. And chicken It's delicious. bigger than I thought. Oh, yes. It's very, it's, uh, it, it is big, um, but it is, uh, uh, it's not huge. I would say Slovenia is probably like the size of a Georgia and a half. Okay. You know, but Georgia ain't, ain't small either. And it looks like you can go further inland, right? Yeah. No, it definitely like gets closer to Russia and stuff like that. Um, so, but Google it, Google Slovenia, zoom out. Uh, you'll see, uh, you'll see the chicken. And now I'm hungry. Hungry <laughs> isn't famished. Not the country next door. Shit ton of caves. Really? Uh, we got, there's 8,000 caves. Careful. A lot of them got bears. Uh, really? Slovenian bears? Oh, yeah. I feel like they're going to play poker with me. I'll get into those bears in a second. They used to make flutes out of their bones back in the, the BC times. Really? Oh, yeah. <laughs> um, of the 8,000 caves, only 20 of them are open to visitors. Only 20? Only 20 because it's like very craggy and they don't Dangerous. Wanna, yeah, they don't want to worry about you and stuff like that. Right. You know, and, and, and you know, so I, you know, it's like, so if there's only 20, if, why bring up 8,000 caves? If there's only 20 of them, you know, it's an I say, I don't know. That's a great question. Um, <laughs> the Postoljana cave, I'm probably saying it wrong, 
Post Ojana Cave is the most popular for tourists, and it is over two million years old. Wow. But it doesn't look a day over one. <laughs> uh, <laughs> they got dragons. What? Um, there It's a creature called the Ulm. Let me show you a picture of it. The, it's the Ulm can live up to 100 years. They live in complete darkness, and they <gasps> look just like fucking dragons. They do, and they're like they're white. I guess because they live in there's, the caves. Yeah, there's caves, so they don't get much light, and I don't. Th- it doesn't look like they have eyes. Either. Oh my god! Uh, so their whole life is just like darkness, darkness. I live in the darkness. Yes, but people use them as an example of why they believe dragons existed. Interesting. Yeah. So the Ohm, very cool. Look a picture up of them. They they are. They look like. You know, like an eel fucked a dragon. Well, kind of like how huge dinosaurs are now chickens. Mm-hmm. Maybe those alms used to be 50 feet long. Who knows? Who knows? But they only live in the Postjana Cave. They can live up to 100 years, but they only mate once a decade, like Larry King. <laughs> uh, so they're a bunch of incels living in the caves. Yes, 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 exactly. And... Um, there are over, oh, here we go. There are over a thousand bears, and you can go on a bear watching tour. I love in it. In Slovenia. It's a huge uh, drawing point for me, personally. I feel like that I would be yours, your whole thing. Yeah, bears almost went extinct in Slovenia uh, during World War II because of all the fighting, but now uh, uh, began to flourish again. There's a shit ton of bees in Slovenia, lots of, lots of bees. There are five beekeepers per 1,000 inhabitants. So five out of a thousand people. So one out of every two hundred people is a beekeeper. Really, in Slovenia, I yeah. love a beekeeper. It seems like such a like astute, old fashioned profession. Patience. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They're like a blacksmith or something. Yeah, and and one out of those five beekeepers is a bear. Just kidding. Yeah. <laughs> um, if you're visiting, make sure you pick up some honey, um, some of the best in the world. Really? Can you travel back with it? Yeah, as long what? as you put it in your check luggage. You oh. know, um, Sylvania's um, locally known for their wine. You know, the whole world, uh, the whole wine tasting world knows that Sylvania has delicious wine, especially their Merlot, but they really love their own wine. And so they only export 8% of the wine produced. <gasps> They're they, keeping it hush hush. They keep it all for themselves. Good for them. Yeah, so make sure when you're there, you enjoy the wine. It'll be cheap. Everyone has a lot. For every 70 people in Sylvania, there is one wine vineyard. I, that's a lot of wine vineyards. That's a lot of wine vineyards, yeah. You know, that sounds like my perfect afternoon. Some bread with some honey. It's so fresh beautiful. Baked, fresh wine. you go is gorgeous in Slovenia. Wow. Um, they're the second in the world in protected land. 54% of the land in Slovenia is protected. Good. You know, so it's very, uh, it's, it's how it stays so beautiful. Lots but you of- don't want an Amazon fresh over there? <laughs> Come on, how about a Costco? <laughs> Let's burn down this forest and put some Costcos up here. That's exactly right. They 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 live old school there. And uh, you can really enjoy it. Lots of rivers, lots of streams, lots of forests, beautiful mountains. Mountain climbing and skiing are national pastimes. The first couple to ever climb Mount Everest together were Slovenian. Oh. And the first person to ever ski down Mount Everest was Slovenian. Really? Yeah, yeah. So uh, so they love it. You think lo- it'd be Swiss, but I guess it's Slovenian. No, it's Slovenians. They love their mountain climbing. I love that. And uh, the main traditional food, I love this. This makes me so happy. The, tr- the main traditional food in Slovenia, cake. Cake? Cake, wine, and honey. And these people are gorgeous. Oh, my God. They're all hot. Like the Slovenians are fighting, like Melania Trump is look like it up. a very beautiful woman. But like all the Slovenians are, they're like the Croatians. They're just hot, hot, 
Really? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So go there looking for uh, beautiful people. And uh, it also is just, like I said, it's lots of nature. So if you're into nature, go chill there. They are gorgeous. Yes. They're gorgeous. No, they're built like brick shit houses too. I mean, I'm guessing it's because they don't have a lot of preservatives in their food. Yeah, it's no. just like flour. Their sugar comes from honey. Yeah, you know, shit like that. It's not, you know, our our horrible corn syrup. That's it. And they just eat when they're hungry, and that's that. Yeah. Somebody, there was this girl on TikTok I saw. She's an American. She said she went and visited somewhere in South America, and she was eating like, at, like every day, like pounds of food, and she yeah. lost weight. Well, that's how it was in Italy. Yeah? It's all fucking pasta and cannolis, and everyone's thinner than I am. Wow. Drives, all they do is get hammered on wine and, you know, shit all day, and the, the aperitifs and fucking, and they're all real fit. I'm, you know. We are wow. eating horrible food in this country. I it make, is delicious. It's delicious. I make like 90% of my food. So that's, you know, that helps. It helps, but I still feel like I'm not this skinny. No, no. Well, you also just looked up hot Sylvanian, so- you know? <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> you're right. You're right. Like these two gals. Let me see these. Look ladies. at these pretty gals. Oh my god, they're beautiful. They're just smiling. Yes. Their teeth are nice. Yeah. So you know, whatever you hear heard about Sylvania before, know that it's a very beautiful place, and you should visit it. And I'm gonna go ahead and say it. That's the brightest side of spin the globe. Yeah. Yeah. What a nice, lovely. Uh, I like these little vacation episodes. I like this. So it's we're visiting three out of these four countries. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> and it's good. The world is a big place. I want to learn about everything. Maybe something isn't good. Maybe great. it's great. Well, we should definitely do this again sometime soon. I think so too. I like this. We'll do this quarterly or something. Yeah. You know, I think that's a great idea because I love learning about new places. And I like doing like a little blurb on it because I could go deep, deep, deep into Uzbekistan or something. Well, they all deserve their own episode. They do. But if you we know? just do like 15 minutes each, that's just like a nice light little. And then if you guys want to look into it, look into it. Yeah. And if you know anything about these places, if you're from these places, if you're listening to this in Uzbekistan, th thank you. Um, <laughs> but, uh, you know, so uh, let us know. Uh, it's uh, I can't wait to check out all these places and so many places, so many others. I really want to go to Slovenia. Yes. And Ecuador. Yeah. Bahamas is the easiest. Though. Bahamas, because it's right off of Florida. It's right off of Florida. That, that fucking woman swam there. Yeah, that miserable <laughs> looking. Her face is all white. Well, from, yeah, like, she's beaten by the sun and the salt, you know. I'm it sure again. it took days for her to do that. Why did she do that? Uh, you know, people like a challenge. I guess. Look at her again. Yeah. Because I, she heard if she swam to Cuba, she'd be shot. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. She looks so pissed off. All right, guys. Well, come check us out. We're going to be live and in person at the LPN Jam Country Jamboree. That is going to be on June 18th, 7 p.m. at the Ryman Auditorium. You can check me out um, doing a, doing our bit with Amber on the brighter side. But Amber's also going to be doing Spun with Natalie Jean. And so that's going to be a lot of fun. We're going to have a great time there. Um, if you can't make it out to the uh, Ryman Auditorium, by the way, we're almost sold out. Really? Uh, yeah, we're almost sold out of this giant. It's like three thousand tickets. It's it's, uh, it's twenty three hundred, and we wow. have sold twenty one hundred. Whoa! So it's almost sold out. Make sure you get your tickets as soon as possible. If you can't make it out, I know flights are very expensive right now. If you're trying to come in from out of town, we are doing a live stream of the event. 
um, go to lastpodcastontheleft.com or lastpodcastnetwork.com to get find out how to get tickets to see it live um, online. Um, all of your favorite shows of the LPN Network will be there. Spawn, Wizard and Bruiser, Last Podcast, Brighter Side, Top Hat, No Dogs in Space, Page 7. There's going to be a little roundtable action. Danny and Mike, uh, The Reformed Whores, and, of course, The Story must be told. Uh, so check that all out. Um, also, speaking of Spun, uh, go listen to the podcast. Uh, it comes out every week. Uh, Amber and Natalie Jean have been working on this for well over a year now. Yeah. We're almost on two-year anniversary. Am I crazy? Mm, I think one year. Almost one year? One year. Yeah. And so go check that out. It's exclusive to the last podcast network. It's a really well-thought-out, uh, well-researched show. You're going to you're gonna love it if you're into um, true crime. Uh, Brighter Side Live on Twitch um, is the second Tuesday of every month. Uh, make sure you check that out. The next one is going to be on July 12th. Um, that is the second Tuesday of every month at 8 p.m. Pacific, 11 p.m. Eastern. Um, that is on the LPN Twitch channel. We got Patreons. Amber, what's up with your shit? <laughs> I'm Amber Smelson on Patreon. Mm -hmm. And um, I cook what I show you. And I'm also working on a book. And you'll see me read that. I love that. And you go on to patreon.com slash Tunes. Uh, mine's a lot more music based and stand up based. I've been releasing videos of my stand up on the road opening for my cousin Jeff Ross. And also, I, um, I put up Spotify and Napster playlists, and of course, the Eddie Tunes two hour radio hour, which I uh, just recorded the 15th episode. Wow, congratulations, Ed. Thank you very much. So, yeah, that show's rocking. I love doing it, it's so much fun. Um, it's a way for me to like, kind of expose you all to music you might not heard of. It's a fun show. It is a blast. And I get to do sketch comedy again, which is the best. Uh, you can still rent or buy How America Killed My Mother at HowAmericaKilledMyMother.com. A uh, very personal movie towards me. Please check it out. It's only 40 minutes long. Twitter, at EddieTunes underscore, at Amber Smelson, at Last Podcast Network, at Brighter Side LPN. Instagram, Amber Smelson, Eddie Tunes, Last Podcast Network, The Brighter Side LPN. Amber on the Rocks every Friday, 6 p.m. Pacific, 9 p.m. Eastern on Amber's Twitch channel. That's Amber Smelson. It's Amber Smelson across the board. Oh, so yeah. just fucking learn that shit. Sticker giveaway happening. We just sent out a bunch. I love doing it. We just got new stickers with new QR codes. Um, they look prettier. I'm enjoying it. Um, the sticker, uh, you, you can get it by mailing us a self-addressed stamped envelope to the brighter side care of LPN PO box four, seven, zero North Hollywood, California, nine, one, six, zero three. Also, we're going to be giving away stickers at the LPN Jamboree. So check that out. Uh, thank you, April, Maddie. Madeline, everyone who works on our show, Fernando, uh, the, the entire network, thank you for keeping our show alive. Um, if you want to listen to some music or some old playlists I made, you can check me out on Spotify, Ed Larson, or, and on Napster, Eddie Tunes. Come get it. You love it. And taking us out today is a little New Orleans music. Um, I don't know. Do you know Trombone Shorty? Yes. He just came out with a new album, and it's pretty fucking he cool. He did? Yeah. So uh, check it out. The song's off of Trombone Shorty's new album. It's called What It Takes. And... You're going to love it. I'll play it for you as soon as we get out. Thank you, Ed. And that's it. Be good to yourselves. And uh, I don't know. Try, uh, you know, tread cautiously around Uzbekistan. Spin the globe. <laughs> Bye, guys.
This show is made possible by listeners like you. Thanks to our ad sponsors. You can support our shows by supporting them. For more shows like the one you just listened to, go to lastpodcastnetwork.com. BP added more than $70 billion to the U.S. economy in 2022. Investments like acquiring America's largest biogas producer, Arkea Energy, and starting up new infrastructure in the Gulf of Mexico. It's and, not or. See what doing both means for energy nationwide at bp.com slash investing in America. Everybody in your crew identifies as either Big Mac Burger, McNuggets, or McCrispy Sandwich, but you're the filet fish Sandwich all day. That crispy fish, that savory tartar sauce, that melty cheese, that pillowy bun. Yeah, you get it. Every time. And if you love the filet of fish right now you can catch two of the classics you love for just $6. Limited time only. Price and participation may vary. Cannot be combined with any other offer. Single item at regular price. Ba-da-ba-ba-ba.